Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Oh boy, here we go. Are you ready for another international incident? Uh, it appears a U.S. soldier uh, has crossed the line of demarcation into North Carolina, North Carolina, North Korea, <laughs> yeah. uh, and been uh, grabbed by Kim Jong Un's forces. He, uh, we don't have his name, his rank, we don't know any details, but. Uh, uh, the North Koreans have an American, and soon I assume we'll be he'll be marched in front of the cameras. We'll hear all the details. Uh, it'll be declared a, an act of war, and uh, who knows? Who knows what the little rocket man will do with him? I just know this poor guy is in for uh, in for a tough time. And Joe Biden, I assume, is uh, taking a day off today. Maybe he's on the beach again, sunning himself. Maybe he's I don't know Camp David. North, uh, maybe he's in Delaware. Someone will point out that uh, they got an American and it'll be up to the Biden administration to negotiate his release. All I'm going to say is let's hope the poor guy is transgender or at least gay. I mean, it, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's, uh, he's some kind of uh, protected class, which will wake up the Biden administration. They'll do their best to get him out of it. And those poor bastards in Russia, the wall street journal guy, the ex Marine, they're uh, sitting there going, hey, don't forget about us. Don't forget we're here. Man, I don't know why you would ever even ever, ever even, you know, look at the at the uh, North Korean side of the border. If you were there, just the thought of getting snatched and held hostage by the North Koreans is frightening. Um, we'll be watching it. It is fl- a fluid situation. And I'm sure Kim Jong Un is giddy right now because he loves to be. Uh, a big player on the international stage. He loves to rub it in the face of Americans. He's got one. He's got an American now. And uh, that poor guy, I don't know. He's got to be uh, wondering if his, what his country will do to get him back. Uh, this stuff's just never going to end. This, they have no respect for the United States around the world. They have no respect for Joe Biden. I expect this to be one of many of these kind of incidents in the next two years. And uh, I just assume Joe Biden, the Biden administration will screw it up, but uh, we'll be watching. We will be paying close attention. Uh, They just announced, I'm watching Fox News, they just announced it is indeed a U.S. soldier. So if we get some more details, we will bring it to you on this Tuesday, July 18th, this big, big news breaking, breaking news Tuesday. I'm telling you, I got a list a mile long of things that are happening as we speak. Uh, The Kennedy family is denouncing one of their own. One of their own said something that they have deemed anti-Semitic. We will play it. I will tell you why. Uh, It's not, it's, it's not as crazy as you think, put it that way. Kind of like everything RFK Jr. does these days, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we would have said this guy is a whack job, but now it feels like, uh, 
every time he makes one of these crazy uh, pronouncements, it sounds like uh, maybe he's on to something. <laughs> that is how the world has changed in the last five years. And again, I say it all the time, it's not our fault. We might be uh, conspiracy theorists, but they're the ones that, uh, that, that made this all happen. They did it to us. They made us conspiracy theorists with all, with, uh, by making all our conspiracy theories come true. We need new ones. All the ones we've had over the last five years uh, have come true. We get the latest on cocaine in the White House. A reminder that Joe Biden fired five staffers two years ago for uh, illicit drug use, not cocaine, weed. Five staffers were given the boot for smoking weed. That's how seriously they take drugs in this White House. Leah Thomas, we got an update on Leah. He's now an Antifa soldier. Yes, that piece of garbage is now ready to hit the streets with his Antifa brothers. We got an update on the um, critics, uh, the criticism of Sound of Freedom, which, by the way, is expected to exceed $100 million at the box office Today or tomorrow, it is still kicking ass. It is a great movie. You got to see it. And uh, a member of the squad, well, a couple of members of the squad made news this week. Uh, one of them said, uh, Jarapal, whatever her name. She said, uh, Israel is a racist state. That's what they, uh, that's what she believes. That's what all the squad believes. They're not going to attend this big event for Israel um, because Israel's racist. That's what your con. If you're, if you're, you know, one of my neighbors, your congressman believes that. Congresswoman believes that. AOC, uh, Elon Omar, they all believe it. But uh, one of them had uh, an update on 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 global warming, and it's just the most insane thing. These people are out of their minds. And uh, we'll we'll play you some sound from a uh, an Air Force colonel who says the problem they have now in the Air Force, they're hiring too many white dudes. They need more diversity because when you hire a pilot to fly a plane, the most important things are skin color and sex. I know that's how I feel. When I got on a plane, I look into the cockpit and I say, please, let it be a diverse flight crew. We need diversity. That's how I feel safe. I need diversity from my pilots. You don't. What do you want merit for? (laughs) Who who cares about merit? It's all about the immutable characteristics. This guy says the quiet part out loud. And it's, I don't know how this happened. I know we've talked about this many times, but how did this happen that our military became like the, the, this, this uh, woke organization uh, determined uh, to, to advance diversity and all inclusive and equity and all these insane um, directives that you see in academia or in, in, the, in the bureaucracy in the Biden White House. How did the military get caught up in this? It's just, you would hope that would be the one place. If every, if the rest of the world went nuts, you would hope the U S military would be this bastion of sanity and still make decisions based on merit. But apparently no, it uh, it's as sick and twisted as every other uh, institution these days. And it really is discouraging, but uh, you know what I want to start with? I really do. Cause this is driving me crazy. And we've talked about it a lot last week. I got to do it again. Sound of freedom. As I told you the other day, is a terrific movie. You should see it. It's an important movie. It focuses, it exposes this, this, this sickness, uh, this child sex trafficking ring 
Uh, it, it, it tells the story of an American hero, Tim Ballard, former Homeland Security employee, quits his job to save children, literally goes, uh, leaves the country, goes to Mexico, Colombia, Honduras, and saves kids who are caught up in this child sex trafficking ring. They tell you, they show you how they grab the kids. They show you how they sell the kids. They show you the, the, the living hell these, these children live with. Um, it's 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 a powerful movie. It is dark. It is disturbing. It is riveting. I I, I watched it and said, how how the hell could anyone have a problem with this? It is literally exposing real, true evil, evil in the world today. That's what it does. It shows you evil. It portrays it incredibly well. You have real, scary, creepy, evil men buying children for their sexual pleasure. It's true. It is based on a true story. He he literally freed 120 children from captivity. He saved them from slavery. So you watch this movie. If you haven't seen it, you really should. And you say, man, I wish I knew more about this guy. I've seen him on TV getting interviewed. That is that is a hero, a genuine hero. That is a guy who should be honored, who should be at the White House, getting medals of freedom, getting ESPYs and getting other, you know, getting profile and courage awards from the Kennedy family. That's, that's, that's what this is. This is a, a look at a, a real problem, real evil in the world, and a man who did something about it. It's a, it's a great movie. It really is. Even if you just base it as a thriller, this guy is... This guy's saving kids. It's it's very intense. Uh, it, 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 you, you will not be dis- disappointed. Very suspenseful. Well, the media, as we mentioned last week, hated it. M- many in the mainstream media called it conspiracy theory. Rolling Stone said it was for dads with brain worms. One critic, um, this this guy, and, and I, he, I included him last week when we talked about all the... Uh, all the mainstream media critics of this uh, of this movie. One critic's name is Noah Berlaski. Noah Berlaski. He wrote a uh, a critique of this movie for um, Bloomberg. I believe it ran in the New York Post as well. Noah Berlaski is his name. He's he's, he's on Twitter. I believe his uh, account is protected uh, or uh, locked or whatever. But uh, he wrote an opinion piece about the movie. He called it conspiracy theory. He mentioned QAnon, just typical what you'd expect from a mainstream media person who, for whatever reason, doesn't like this movie, doesn't like Jim Caviezel. He's a Christian, doesn't like uh, the, the, the Goya guy who produced the movie or Angel Studios, who also did Chosen, just doesn't like the movie and, uh, and, and, you know, calls it <clears throat> the, the usual stuff, QAnon, conspiracy theory stuff, just, just crazy stuff. Well, <laughs> this broke earlier this week, and it is mind-blowing. The person Bloomberg hired to write this crit- criticism, to write this review, and I believe, it, again, it ran in the Washington Post. It was on the on Bloomberg Wire service, well-circulated. Noah Belaski, do you know what else Noah did uh, in his career? He served as spokesman for a group called Protasia. Protasia is a uh, adv- advocacy organization for maps. Now, uh, if you don't know what maps are, you should. Maps are minor attracted people. Protasia 
attempts to um, normalize pedophilia. This is a group that fights the stigma, the stigma of child molestation. They want to uh, normalize these deviants, these scumbag creep child molesters. Now, we know those people exist. We know organizations like this exist. But for the most part, you think these people would be operating in the darkness or in the shadows saying, uh, attempting to defend pedophiles. This guy worked for the organization. He was a spokesperson. And last week, uh, Bloomberg, the Washington Post, uh, hired him to review a movie about child molesters. Uh, I know I say this all the time, but however, however much you hate the mainstream media, it is not nearly enough. This is a mainstream media outlet, Bloomberg, owned by Michael Bloomberg, a wire service that is widely circulated. And they could have hired anybody to write this piece, any movie reviewer. There's a lot of freelancers out there looking for the work. They hire Noah Berlatsky. Noah Berlatsky, who, uh, let me check this, make sure his, uh, his I want to make sure his Twitter account is, um, is locked so I can't look at it. I like to. I'd like to see what else he tweets about. I, 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 I find it mind-blowing that this man, even if you thought this, even if you thought, hey, you know, pedophiles, that's how they were born, they can't help it, whatever. Why would you ever, uh, <laughs> why would you ever go public with it? Why would you ever admit it that this is your life? You are a, uh, you are a uh, advocate, yes. These tweets are protected. Here's his uh, bio, Noah Berlansky. He, him, that's the first thing in his bio, of course. He, him, bylines, NBC Independent Atlantic Washington Post. Most recent, my poetry book. <laughs> He's got a poetry book. He's got 21,000 followers on Twitter, and he has written for the Washington Post, the Atlantic, and NBC. And he has been a spokesman for an organization that wants you to uh, think of uh, pedophiles. It's just another uh, marginalized group. They're not pedophiles. In fact, they're minor attracted people. This guy is who they chose to review a movie about child sex trafficking. And what do you know? He didn't like it. He didn't like the way the way they portrayed those guys who were buying five, six-year-old children for their sexual pleasure. He didn't like that they were, you know, it was black and white, good guys and bad guys. You know, it's just not that simple. There's a real gray area here. Well, I want you to see this movie. I hope everyone sees it. And when you do, keep in mind that all these organizations we told you about, The Guardian, Rolling Stone, and Bloomberg, and The Washington Post, they didn't like this. They didn't like this. You're going to, it's just going to blow your mind like it did mine. You watch it and you say, if there was one movie that would make us all agree that this is, these people is, they're just insidious. These are sick, evil, twisted, awful people. And who's ever fighting them, trying to stop them, trying to free those children, our heroes. Tim Ballard's a hero. Hell, Jim Caviezel's a hero for playing Tim Ballard. The people who helped uh, Tim Ballard. In fact, there's a rich guy who's one of the producers of the movie who's in the movie portraying a rich guy who financed the operation to set up to 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 set up the sting to catch these perverts. 
and he's in the movie and he's a real person and he's a hero. They're all heroes. But uh, the Washington Post, Bloomberg, they don't want you to think that because you know what? They just don't want to stigmatize child molesters. That is unbelievable. They're the ones who are uh, who are um, adding this element to the story. It wasn't there. The movie does not mention QAnon. I've said this before. It doesn't mention elites in Hollywood. It doesn't men- mention elites in D.C. or New York or rich uh, perverts who are using their money to 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 uh, advance and promote and facilitate this uh, this this sickness, this child sex trafficking. It's not in the movie. They do not point out that there are Hollywood people that uh, do this. I know that's a, whatever, a QAnon theory. It doesn't apply here. It just doesn't. They wanted to, but consider that. Next time you hear someone tell you that Bloomberg is just another wire service. So the Washington Post is uh, is an actual newspaper whose uh, motto is democracy dies in darkness. <laughs> that, that organization um, owned by Bezos that does everything they can to promote the Biden administration, the Democrats. Uh, they don't want you to watch. They don't want you to see this movie. And if they do, if you do, they don't want you to come to any, you know, rash conclusions about these poor folks that have urges, you know, they have urges. They just want to buy children and sexually abuse them and destroy them. Those people, they're not pedophiles. They're minor attracted people. These people are sick. Absolutely sick. Led by Noah Berlaski. God, I wish his uh, I wish his account weren't locked. I would love to get get a look at his history. Um, but uh, he's written for a lot of publications. Somebody's got to go out there and defend. My, so he defends people like Epstein and 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 other you know Kevin Spacey and other Hollywood or whatever famous people are out there molesting children. It's like. I mean, honest to God, it's like defending a murderer. What 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 is worse than buying a child and sexually abusing that child for destroying that child? What could be worse if you defend that? You could defend anything. I mean, you could defend pure, you know, whatever. Defend the serial killer in Long Island, and we'll get to him. The ogre. They call him the ogre. He's six six four, like three hundred pounds. Uh, I'm not sure how he got away with it for so long, but we'll get to that. I just want you to see the movie, come to your own conclusions, but keep in mind, the mainstream media wants you to believe these people, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. Is that Noah on the screen? I mean, <laughs> it, like, it's perfect. I got right out of central casting for a it's guy. Not, it's always kids. the one you least expect. Huh? Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> Look, that's what uh, the last thing, you know, he should have been in the movie. You know, I told you this before. A couple of these uh, guys that buy the kids are, are uh, the, 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 the actors do a terrific job of portraying the evil. You just feel it oozing off them. There's one guy who they catch at the beginning of the movie who's so good. It just he just looks so evil and he helps them, you know, gives them some leads. that helps them catch some of these guys uh, unwittingly. But uh, he lo- kind of looks like that guy kind of looks like Noah, which is fine. I know. There are creeps and deviants in society. I just didn't know mainstream media outlets were going to hire them, pay them to review a movie about this. This is so screwed up. I read this, I was reading this this morning about this guy and, and you know, his review. And, and I said, how is that possible? Somebody in the Washington Post or Bloomberg, somebody in the boardroom, 
I know how this works. They, they assign, they see the stories, the big stories, the big news of the day. They assign writers, summer staff writers, not as many as there used to be, a lot more freelancers. Uh, if you're not watching along, Ironhead has uh, Noah peering at me, <laughs> zeroing in on this evil bastard's eyeballs. Now God. imagine being seven and looking at that. <laughs> uh, trick or treat. Ooh, don't go to that guy's house. Don't. That's that's your son's new scout leader right there. Yeah, this is yeah, a guy. going to go on an over, overnight camping trip with uh, scout leader Noah. Yeah, this He's guy. This guy definitely hat. definitely gives out X lax for Halloween for sure. So the kids. <laughs> oh, geez, no. He says, "Hey, kids, I have a big bowl of candy. Come inside. It's getting cold out there. Come on inside. Mm-mm. Ooh, I'm giving out full size Kit Kats this year, kids. <laughs> oh God, he is the one. Rebe- uh, the, the, the thought process just blows my mind. I understand they don't like whatever Jim Caviezel. They don't like Christians. They don't like conservatives. But the idea. The way they want to discredit it is by hiring the spokesman for a group uh, dedicated to normalizing minor attracted people. It is sick. That is sick. All right. Uh, no excuses anymore. Go see the movie. Go to a matinee on a hot day. You know, what, what else are you going to do on the hottest day in 120,000 years? What else are you going to do? Go to a movie, nice air-conditioned theater. Uh is this Noah? Oh, we got a tweet from Noah. Yep. Oh, it's he's twenty seventeen. Noah though. tweets that pedophiles are essentially a stigmatized group. Certain people get designated as deviants, and people hate them. He said this. This was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's on record before he locked his account as saying pedophiles are a stigmatized group, and the, and the and Bloomberg hires him anyway. Again. The, the mainstream media is just rotten to the core. They're sick. They're not mentioned in this movie, but maybe they should have been. Maybe, maybe they should have been included in among people who uh, facilitate, who make this possible, who make this 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 evil this happening uh, in the underworld, in the shadows. Maybe they should be included in those who make it possible, who make the whole thing possible, because. We should all be on the same side. We should all see this movie and agree it's important. We should all see this movie and agree we have to do more. As as uh, Caviezel points out, the United States is the number one consumer of child sex trafficking in the world. That It's happening in other countries, but the people buying the kids or buying the movies, the videos, they're Americans, rich Americans. He maybe should have pointed out that they're Hollywood moguls or Hollywood people or New York or whatever, or media people. Maybe they should have, but they didn't. It's all made up by these scumbags. Especially right. because they're reacting yeah. like they did anyway, so they might as well have just done it. Yeah, I know. They, I mean, I, I like I said, when I went, I was expecting, kept waiting for them to say, oh, that's that Hollywood crowd, there's Hollywood people, there's famous people. You wait till you see who's, you know, trying to buy a kid. It doesn't happen. They made it up. Uh, but anyway. Great movie. Go see it. Piss off uh, the mainstream media. Go see it. Get it over a hundred million at the box office. It beat uh, the old, the old Indiana Jones in week one, finished second to mission impossible in week two, but is about to go over a hundred million dollars. The budget is like, I don't know what it is like 10 or 15 million. Go, uh, hold on. Let me read that first one. This is um, Noah. How is someone trafficked when there is no trafficker? Most underage people trading sex don't have pimps. 
They're not crossing state lines. They're mostly homeless and looking for shelter. How does trafficking help us understand that? He wrote a story. The headline was the biggest um, enemy adversary of child sex workers are the police. So he thinks kids using sex, selling themselves to adults, to sick, evil adults. The problem is the police. That's unbelievable. That, and that's not some creep being portrayed on, on Law & Order SUV. That's a, a writer for mainstream publications. Unbelievable. Uh, let me see the next one. Do you think underage people should what? Keep going. Uh, should have the right or the capacity to describe what they're doing or define their own experiences? We don't really acknowledge that they do. They have the right, underage people have the right to like sell themselves. God, this guy's sick. He's sick. And you can read him today, probably in the Washington Post. All right, we got to move. I just had to get that one off my chest. Uh, it is just incredible. Go, go see the movie. All right, let me, uh, we got to get to RFK and how the uh, Kennedys are turning on Uncle Bobby, which is a good sign. That's what I like about RFK Jr. The rest of the Kennedys are uh, denouncing him. They don't want any part of him. First thing a Kennedy's ever done to get his family to turn on him, you know, like killing some woman, that that happens. Drunkenly driving off a bridge, you know, it happens. Or, or drunkenly smashing into barriers at the Capitol when you're supposed to be voting or when you claim you're vote, going to vote which is what Patrick Kennedy did. That's not a big deal. It happens. But, you know, actually advancing a theory that there are uh, biological weapons that are designed to target certain races or ethnicities, that's a bridge too far for the Kennedys. They want nothing to do with RFK Jr. We'll get to, maybe we'll get to Charles Barkley too, who just sounds like an idiot. And, uh, and uh, the latest in kind, the latest, uh, I don't know, hobby for Leah Thomas. We'll let you know what Leah Thomas, that that piece of garbage, who was famous for beating up on girls. Well, he's uh, got a new hobby, and uh, we'll show you that. The picture is great. And oh, we got to get to this colonel in the Air Force who says the the most important thing the Air Force has to do now is stop hiring white dudes. Yes. As pilots. Don't want white dudes as pilots. By the way, you know what he is? He's a white dude. <laughs> I love when white dudes say, we can't hire any more white dudes. Well, why don't you quit your job? Give it to a person of color. Give it to a mar- Give it to a minor attracted person. Find someone who's been marginalized and give it to them, you clown. We'll, pl- we'll get to that and lots more. But first. Uh, excuse me. Uh, listen up. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion and gold was $1,000 an ounce. By 2020, $23 trillion and $1,500 an ounce. And today, $32 trillion and $2,000 an ounce. So now that we have $1 trillion in interest payments annually and another $1 trillion on defense and Democrats in office, do we really think the spending is going to go down A surging national debt is bullish for gold. Bloomberg stated gold appears as a caged bull awaiting a catalyst. Well, the oncoming commercial real estate crisis will be that catalyst. $1.5 trillion in interest-only loans are coming due, and with vaccines plunging valuations and higher interest rates, more companies are going to just walk away. It's as simple as calling Patriot Gold Group today. 
Find out why they are an A-plus consumer affairs, top-rated gold and silver company nationwide. Call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Mention Newsmax, and you'll get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold or silver, Plus, you may be eligible for the No Fee for Life IRA on qualifying rollovers. Call 888-309-9181 for a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for six years in a row. Call now. Write this down. 888-309-9181. Protect your retirement with the Patriot Gold Group. Uh, we got to do RFK Jr. I have to say, this is kind of crazy, and he's had some crazy theories and uh, I understand that. Like I've said many times, I used to think he was just a whack job. And then we lived through COVID and January 6th and uh, Fauci and lockdowns and all the insanity of the last five years. That's why he is a, a problem for Democrats, because they essentially made this stuff seem more credible with all the things they've done, all the lying that we've lived through, through lockdowns, all the bull that we've lived through from, you know, the, the Fauci and Walensky and just all the insanity of the last five years, all the censoring of uh, American citizens by the federal government, by Joe Biden's personal police force, the FBI, the IRS, the Secret Service, the cover-up, one cover-up after another. We've all... Because we all have a little RFK Jr. in us now. He doesn't, you know, same with Alex Jones. Just seemed like a whack job, you know, five, ten years ago. He doesn't seem like such a whack job anymore because of what they did to us. Uh, and, and we've talked about it daily for the last few years, and we'll continue to talk about it. But there's a reason when uh, RFK Jr. hits the stump or does an interview or goes on Joe Rogan, he makes such a splash. He makes, he wakes people up because... We don't trust the government anymore. As I've said many times, you know, 15, 20 years ago, when you said the FBI, people immediately had respect and trust for the uh, for the agency, for the organization, the institution. Well, they don't anymore. They've seen how corrupt the FBI, uh, FBI is. We've seen how corrupt the IRS is, the Secret Service covering up for the for the Biden crime family. And we've all become more skeptical, more cynical and he was always at that point, he was always out there on the margins and uh, he hasn't moved further out there. We have, the rest of us have moved out there because of what they've done to us because of all the corruption, the lying, the, the institutional rot we've seen over the last few years. I don't, I listen to this and I swear to God, five years ago, I said, would have said, what a total whack job. I don't say that anymore. I'd say, could that be real? Is he onto something? If you haven't seen the story, maybe you have. He was at an off-the-record dinner with some reporters, and he started talking about bioweapons, which are targeted to certain ethnicities or races. Sitting right next to him, if you're looking at this with us, that's Jonathan Lemire. He's the New York Post reporter who immediately reported what what Robert Kennedy Jr. said. And it became anti-Semitic. I want to play it and ask this question. What makes it anti-Semitic? I'm not sure. Is it, is it a little far-fetched? Is it crazy? Yeah. Is it true? 
I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, I, I, my initial reaction is that's nuts. That, that can't be happening, but he's been right about a few things that uh, I thought were pretty crazy, but let's listen to him talking at this off the record uh, dinner, which uh, didn't turn out to be off the record. And uh, he's pissed at the New York Post and this reporter, and I understand, but he said it. These are his words. Go ahead and play it. And we need to talk about bioweapons. The level, I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And, um, uh, and you know, the, the, what we, the technology that we now have to develop these micro, we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure, of genetic differentials among different races. Of the um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor, um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not. But there are papers out there that show the you know the um, the racial and ethnic differential and of impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons. Right. If, if he couldn't hear it clearly, he says flat out. He says COVID nineteen is targeted to attack Caucasians. And black people, the people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. Uh, we don't know that whether it was deliberately targeted or not, but there are papers out there that show the racial or ethnic differential and impact. I, first of all, the question is, the obvious question is, is that true? <laughs> is that true? Uh, it sounds crazy. It sounds wacky. He's saying it to a bunch of reporters as a, this is the line from Jonathan Lemire in the post at a beer and fart filled dinner, beer and fart filled dinner. They're eating. You can see them eating and drinking while he's talking. So they're having a few drinks. He, I don't think he doesn't drink. He used to do heroin. He used to drive drunk, but I think that was a long time ago. As we saw, he's in tip top physical condition. He's not inebriated. He's just shooting the breeze. Now, if you took out the Jews part, just uh, and and I understand you can't, but take out the Jews part. If he just said it targeted white and black people, and the people most immune are Chinese, wouldn't you automatically say I believe it? <laughs> this is the China virus. This was developed in a lab in Wuhan, as we all know. We weren't allowed to say that, or your First Amendment rights would be denied. But we all know the Chinese created it. Will we ever find out if they did it on purpose? Maybe, maybe not, but there'll be plenty of us who believe they did it on purpose, released it on the world. I mean, think of what it did. It destroyed the Western economies. It killed a lot of people in the West. It, uh, it uh, you know, affected the entire globe, and they pay no price. I mean, hell, the Biden administration sends somebody there, sends an emissary there every other day to bow to them. 
They've paid no price for sending that here, killing more than a million Americans and destroying our economy with help from the U.S. government. And the whole Fauci-led cabal, you know, they shut down this country to cost people their jobs, uh, set kids back in schools, you know, everything, suicide, alcoholism, drugs, all that was the result of the China virus. So if a guy says, yeah, it was developed to specifically target white people and black people and and uh, the Chinese people are immune to it, we would all be saying, makes sense to me. But he included Jews, which is weird. I'll give you that. But he also says there are a number of papers out there, like, like scientific papers. Well, wouldn't the follow-up be, can we see those? <laughs> can we read those? And he says that uh, biological weapons are being created. The Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars, which doesn't even seem like a lot, to develop um, biological weapons, he says, with a 50% fatality rate that would make COVID-19, quote, look like a walk in the park. Now, if he just left out the Jews part, we'd be focusing on that. Instead, he's being denounced as an anti-Semite. And, this, and you know, the story includes the people, you know, they talk to the whatever, the Anti-Defamation League and other other Jewish organizations that have blasted him. This is crazy, said Morton Klein, president of the Zionist Organization of America. It makes no sense that they would do that. I read everything. I was totally against the vaccine. I wanted to convince myself it was correct. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, and they goes on to other spokesmen for Jewish organizations denouncing him and his family members uh, denouncing him. Of course, they didn't like him before this. But uh, I ask again, does anyone know that for sure that this is not true? Everyone says it's crazy. It's nuts. But are we sure it's not true? Would you put it past the communist Chinese to do something like this? Would you find it just unfathomable? Yeah, five years ago I would. Not anymore. Not anymore. But I find it pretty uh, rich that the... um, that the Kennedy clan, this is, uh, let me find Joe, 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 the, uh, Joe Kennedy, he was former congressman. He ran against, uh, Ed Markey and lost. He tweeted out yesterday. My uncle's comments were hurtful and wrong. I unequivocally condemn what he said. That's from the former congressman, redheaded Joe, Joe, Joe Kennedy, who, uh, I don't recall denouncing Ted or Patrick or, or any other Kennedy for things they've done. I mean, Ted, we could go on all day on things Ted did that were much worse than speculating on how the, uh, the uh, Chinese are developing biological weapons. But uh, I'm telling you, I think the question should be, can you prove it? RFK Jr. Can you show us those papers? Can we, can we dig a little deeper on this? Uh, I'd like to know. I'd like to know where he came up with it. Uh, and uh, did the Chinese do this deliberately? And what are the numbers? I mean, did it kill a lot of Jews? <laughs> I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to know more, but it's not my fault if I indulge the conspiracy theories. It's their fault. It's Fauci's fault. It's the FBI. It's Facebook, Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, the rest of those globalists. It's their fault. But 
All right. Well, he's not dropping out of the race. It wasn't, it wasn't that kind of thing, but uh, he's got some uh, damage control to do. And uh, I hope he's, I hope he hangs in there because he makes things interesting. I'll say that he makes you think, even if he is a little nuts, he's not going to win the nomination. Joe Biden's not going to debate him. Biden's not going to campaign. Biden's not even going to be the nominee, but they're going to, he makes people uncomfortable. And I like that, but um, we'll wait for the next Kennedy to denounce uncle Bobby. All right. We got to move. We got a lot to get to. Let me get to this. Uh, let, let me do this. Elon Omar. Quote, Cause it is hilarious. I said, uh, no matter how much you hate the mainstream media, uh, it's not enough. Well, no matter how much, uh, you think your elected representatives are morons, are just stupid, ignorant people. It's not enough. They're dumber than you think. This is an elected member of Congress. And uh, it was really hot. It's, it's really hot now. It's going to be high 80s in Boston today. You know what? It hasn't been this hot in 120 billion years. This is an actual tweet from an actual congresswoman because of the uh, heat wave. Quote, the earth just broke a record for the hottest day in 120,000 years. In fact, we broke it on three separate days. National climate emergency now. And thankfully, you know, thanks to Musk, we have community notes that point out the source for this claim appears to be the University of Maine Climate Reanalyzer which has added a recent notice making it clear that it should not be taken as official observation records. I don't even know what that means, but it it means there's no way they can know 120,000 years ago what the temperature was that day. Uh, I mean, how, how insane that's before the Neanderthals were roaming the earth. If there were any people at all, 120,000 years the hottest day. First of all, that's illogical. It just doesn't make any sense. There have been heat waves and there's been, you know, ice ages and everything else. There's been lots of climate change in 120,000 years. Secondly, it's not even true if you judge, looked at the last, whatever, five, 10 years, there's hotter days. There are accounts, as I pointed out before, on Twitter and there are places you can go for your fact-checking, for your reality update. Steve Malloy, the junk science guy on Twitter, who's great, points out, all the time that there were hundred days, a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, before the industrial revolution, before we started filling the atmosphere with carbon emissions, these people are clowns. They're scam artists, they're liars, and they're not even good at it. By the way, John Kerry's in China right now, probably on his knees in front of some communist Chinese official begging him to, you know, change the, we got to change the weather. We got to work together to save the earth. They must just be laughing at this how, fool. How did John Kerry manage to get there, Jerry? <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty sure he took a a, a paddleboard. He yeah. paddleboarded yeah. to China. He's a big paddleboard guy. Yeah. No, not only yeah. did he go, we found out because some of these congressmen have been digging. He has 45 people on his staff. 45 people for a for a scam. 45 federal employees all making a hundred thousand plus benefits, cars, private jets just to advance the scam to get people to, to, to live in fear, to get stupid children to lay down in front of cars and trucks in the highway to throw paint on, on, on people's yachts. See the, the Walmart woman, the heir to Walmart has a, like a $300 million yacht. They sprayed it with paint and the people on the boat 
the, the deckhands immediately washed the paint off and it went into the ocean, all that poisonous paint. So they did that, you know, for the environment. And then they lay down and, and I, you know what? Someday, soon, someone's just going to run over them, kill them, crush them, and they're going to get no sympathy. That's inevitable. They're laying down in traffic because of what? Because of oil? They don't even think it through. It doesn't, it's not coherent. We're going to lay out in traffic so you will stop using oil. Well, that's a leap. No one's going to stop using oil because this moron who's got a head filled with mush from, from crazy left-wing professors and politicians is laying down in traffic. Go get a job. Do something with your life. Learn to code. Learn to whatever. Learn to knit. Do something productive laying down in traffic. I, I would struggle with that. If I had to get somewhere, say you had to get somewhere, you're desperate. You're, you're getting to the hospital. You need to go to the doctor. And they lay down in front of you. It would be hard not to run them over, wouldn't it? Just it, take your chances. It'd be I mean, very hard, I, especially because they're all latte drinking losers who are just like, I'm just going to cement myself to this ground right now. Oh, it's just, it's that's your insane. fault, you dumbass. 120,000 years. As I said, gee, uh, you think there were any hot days 107,000 years ago, 93,000 years ago? <laughs> Uh, 42,000 years ago. I mean, you, you type that and send it and think people, I guess if people elect her, she just assumes they're morons and they are, but you think actual people, human beings are going to believe that that's the hottest day in 120,000 years. Yeah. Just for, so what if it is, what does that have to do with, you know, my gas stove or my SUV or my plastic straw. It's just such nonsense. Just for a, ti- living. a time reference here, allegedly Jesus was around just over 2,000 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were Neanderthals, I think, or maybe not even yet. Maybe there were still no human beings. And, okay, so it was that hot 120,000 years ago. What made it that hot then? It wasn't gas stoves. It wasn't cars. It wasn't John Kerry's jet. What made it that hot? Then, and now it's doing it again. Just stop listening to these flim-flam artists. All right, let me get to Shay, and then we're going to get to this poll from uh, Millennials, which is just frightening. We got an update on the cocaine, cocaine gate. We still don't have a culprit, and I want to do this, uh, if we have time, this Jason Aldean, new Jason Aldean song, which is terrific, and it's pissing off all the right people. But first. Excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, we're going to move. I wanted to do this yesterday. We didn't get to it, but 
This frightens me. You're a millennial, we decided, right, Ironhead? Technically, yeah. <laughs> it was weak. How come people, and I guess I could blame the education system, particularly public schools, uh, you know, secondary education, universities, colleges, who are all communists. I mean, they're all Marxists. These are just America-hating Marxists who are filling young people's minds with mush. Um, there's a poll, Newsweek, I'm sorry, a survey by Redfield and Wilton uh, determined that 44% of those aged 25 to 34, that's um, millennials, think, quote, referring to someone by the wrong gender pronoun should be a criminal offense. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. You, you misgender someone, 44% of millennials think that should be a crime. Do you know how many disagree and think that's not, shouldn't be a crime? 31%. Yeah. Not even close. So almost half of millennials think it should be a crime. You should go to jail mm-hmm. for misgendering someone. How did we get to this place where people don't understand uh, the First Amendment? They don't understand that you have a right to speak, even if it's offensive, even if it's not true. As long as you're not inciting violence, your speech is protected. I mean, they have, we have people in Congress who think, you know, hate speech isn't protected speech. We have lawyers who think hate speech isn't protected. And I'm like, don't you understand the point of First Amendment, your First Amendment right, your right to free speech? It's the right to be offensive. It's the right to, to, to misgender, if that's what you want to do. It's speech. It's not violence. It's not a crime. And yet we have people, and again, they're being raised this way, and this is what they're learning in school, this is what they're learning in college, uh, that misgendering. So if you say Leah Thomas is a guy, which obviously he is, they think you should go to this is a poll of 1,500 people, by the way, 1,500. Uh, you call Leah Thomas a guy, you should go to prison. You should go to jail. Mm-hmm. That is sick. We are, we are living in just crazy, twisted times. Um, yeah, I think you're looking at about 70 life this, sentences. This is, check this out. Uh, no kidding. We're going to get to Leah. And then, then I'm going to commit a crime. Ben Cardin, he's a, a lawyer and a elected representative in Congress from Maryland. Quote, if you espouse hate, you're not protected under the First Amendment. Former Democrat presidential candidate Howard Dean, governor of uh, Vermont, said, quote, hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment. These are Congress people and governor and lawyers and allegedly smart people. And they are wrong. They don't understand. There's no appreciation for, for free speech for the First Amendment anymore. It's like it's just you know, it's just this little pesky thing that sometimes gets in the way. But you know, you misgender uh, Dylan Mulvaney. We're going to put you in jail. And uh, which brings us five time. Do I have time to do uh, Michelle Wu? Michelle Wu, if you don't know, is the mayor of Boston. She's a whack job. She's a young, radical Marxist leftist lunatic, protege of uh, Liz Warren. She's from wherever, Chicago, somewhere else. A typical blow-in drifter who comes in here. She's a total authoritarian, uh, and and she's she's keeping an enemies list, by the way. I really hope I get on it, but she's keeping a... And and anyone who criticizes her, she's making a list and sharing it with the Boston Police Department. 
I went to the Bunker Hill Parade and booed her, and she gave me a real dirty look. So maybe I made the list. But check this out. She's talking about a, 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 a situation where in a South Boston housing project, they found uh, a dead guy, drugs and transgender guys partying. And they hid the kids in the other room, four little kids. They went in and found these kids. And I think they're putting them in foster care and trying to, uh, I don't know, determine what happened to the guy. It's a, it was a big scandal. Listen to her concern. You're talking about drugs and, and a party and a dead guy and kids and a real, real sad situation. Listen to what uh, upset the mayor about this. Go ahead. We need to have excessive um, accountability and transparency and make sure our agencies are doing the right thing. But to share and broadcast the private details of someone's living situation, and especially when children are involved, let the agencies do their work. Any illegal activity will be followed up on, but we need to have privacy and discretion so people know that this is, we take this very seriously. So do you feel one agency's facts were more accurate than another agencies? Is that? As, as far as I can tell, there's no reason to question any of the facts as documented in the okay. written reports by okay. the agencies. I think there was some misgendering that happened due to different uh, levels of training and the Boston police, that is their jurisdiction. They are trauma informed and trained and it is their role to ensure that people are safe and to do all the follow up. Misgendering. There was some misgendering going on. <laughs> A dead guy, drugs in this house with little with kids. They were trying to hide. That's what we know. And she's uh, concerned, but the misgendering that's going on. We are getting to that point where that will be a crime. The people now who are not yet in power, the millennials, your generation, Iron Dead, they're going to make it a crime. You misgender someone like the newest soldier, foot soldier. No, they get to the uh, the the. Uh, Leah, Leah oh. Thomas, formerly known as Will Thomas. It's just a photo. We don't have a lot of uh, sound with Leah, but she, Leah's got a new new hobby. She's no longer beating up on girls in the pool, setting you know women's swimming records. He is now an Antifa super soldier. Leah, with his degree from the University of Pennsylvania, is by the way. Leah is a homely woman. Uh, he's a he's a big dude. He is a big dude. His hair is bleached, Jail. and he's got a shirt that says Antifa Super Soldier. He's now in Antifa. So get ready for uh, to see Leah Thomas out there. At least they finally have someone with some muscle. Most Antifa, these scrawny, gaunt, sickly-looking guys. Now they got someone with some uh, muscle. Uh, this Super Soldier, and I thought he was strapping. It looks like a holster around his waist, but you don't think that's a, a holster? What is that? Uh, it looks like uh, Teddy Bruschi with Oakley's. He's got some weird leather thing around his waist, and I, I get, maybe it's still supposed to look like a holster. It does. It looks like a holster. It looks like he has, he's strapping. But I'm looking forward to seeing him out there. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. that look like he's trying to show you that he's got a gun or he's got something? Honestly, it looks and, like uh, those trans bondage things they often wear at oh, parades. Is that what? <laughs> but there's actually clothes on Putting this person. Ivy League degree to good use, joining Antifa. God, can't wait to see him out there, you know, throwing bricks at cops. Maybe he'll get busted. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll get misgendered. You never know. All right, let me do the uh, Colonel... Mark Wooten, this is unbelievable. Again, I don't know how this infection, how this poison infiltrated the U.S. military so deeply. It's incredible. 
by the way, the fight, I was on Newsmax the other day fighting. With, I'm on again today arguing. Uh, Tommy Tuberville, the uh, senator from Alabama, getting a lot of grief for holding up promotions in the military. He's doing it because they're paying for abortions. They're promoting abortion in the military. They won't give you a lot of time off if you want to go to your mother's funeral, but you want to get abortion, take all the time you need. They're paying for people in the military to travel out of state for abortions. And he wants to eliminate that. Doesn't think taxpayers should pay for military personnel to get abortions. So he's holding up the uh, promotions and they act like he's, you know, the traitor here. I think he's doing God's work here. And all they got to do is say, we're not going to pay for abortions anymore. We don't pay people to travel to weddings and funerals. Why are we paying them to travel for abortions? It's just nuts that they're the U.S. military is doing this. But watch this guy from the uh, U.S. Air Force. What's it called? His branch civil defense. I'll get the details here, but watch him talk about what they have to do to, you know, improve military readiness. What the problem is right now. It's incredible. This is a decision maker, a colonel in the Air Force. Go ahead. And, uh, you know, uh, the only, the only really guidance I've cut out there for them to consider is stop hiring middle-aged white people, especially dudes that are pilots, because honestly, we all think alike too much. And if we're going to be preaching diversity and being inclusive and for crying out loud, let's back it up with a, you know, let's make the rhetoric meet the reality. <laughs> You know what's amazing is he thinks he's being righteous. He thinks he's the good guy saying, stop hiring white dudes. What if they're really good pilots? What if they put in the effort, the time, and they are really good at the job? Your directive is stop hiring them. Stop hiring white dudes. So you hire pilots based on Skin color, sex, sexual orientation, you bet you hire pilots based on immutable characteristics. How did we get to this point? That's like hiring surgeons based on uh, diversity. <laughs> Who wants their pilot to get the job based on their their skin color or their ethnicity or their sex? Stop hiring white dudes. That and he says it. This is not something that was uncovered, you know, like some bizarre, radical Biden, you know, executive order. This is a guy proudly saying we all think alike. But what if you think that your priority is to be a good pilot and do the job well? Think alike. What does that have to do with anything? You're not supposed to think. You're supposed to fly the damn plane. These people, it's insane. It's so, that is the most depressing part of this woke, just revolution that it's infiltrated the military. Oh, Christ. Not enough. Too many white dudes. Well, I like how he thinks or, and assumes that all white people think exactly the same. <laughs> I know. That, this guy's a racist is what he is. This guy should be reprimanded. He should be called into the whatever, the general's office and say, what did you say? <laughs> that, we sh that the problem, and he says it with a smile. Why don't we back it up? Well, back it up, tough guy. Quit your job. It's got to be a person of color or a transgender or whatever, a one-legged, one-eyed, you know, little person in line for the job. Quit. <laughs> Give it to a marginalized person, you weasel. 
Colonel Mark Wooten. All right, we're going to leave it there. We didn't get to the uh, Jason Aldean video. Check it out. It's got a new song called Try It in a Small Town. It's pissing off. It's a good song, and it's a good video, and it's pissing off all the right people. And we're going to leave it there. Thanks to everyone for uh, listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.